You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And good morning and welcome back. I am Heather Caro. I am your host for Real Presence Live this morning. Thank you for joining me. It's been a great morning. We've got... uh, about 34 degrees here in Sioux Falls, and it's raining, so, you know, that's only going to bring great things in January. <laughs> Rain in January. That's where we're at today, folks. Uh, we're moving right along, and we're heading up to Aberdeen with Kiara Wang. Kiara, good morning. Good morning, Heather. How are you? Good. So you guys are getting a little snow, I hear. Yes, yes. We are <laughs> expecting about three inches of snow. Hmm. Lovely, lovely weather. Gotta love it. So yes, for praise the Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kiara, if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Yes. So I am in charge of the homebound and the pastoral ministry at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And I have been in this position for three years. And I don't look at it as a job. I look at it more as a mission because of the nature of, of what is evolving. Hmm. So I'm, I'm very, very uh, privileged. I feel very privileged to come to work every day. It's just such an amazing time. Beautiful. How did you first get involved with this ministry? Uh, I had experience uh, visiting um, the homebound and also uh, hospitals. So our previous pastor, Father Mark Lichter, had a really a uh, pastor's heart, and then he wanted me to be able to minister to the Spanish-speaking parishioners and also to organize our homebound ministry. Okay. So what was it like for you the very first time you went out? Um, what was that experience like? Well, actually, the first time I went out with Father Mark, and it was mm-hmm. very interesting because everybody wanted to go to confession. And then, oh. uh, and I have no place to go. So then, lo- I mean, providentially, they all have a piano, like either in <laughs> in, a, yeah. in, a, in their living room or in a nursing home's uh, lobby. So I just go there and play a piano, and I didn't hear a single bit of confession. Oh wow! <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so I know God is taking care of me and taking care of the, the homebound, you know, and of course, Father Mark too. Yeah, interesting. So as a layperson, when you go visit somebody, what kind of things are you doing with them? So um, first of all, I will call them to schedule um, a time that's best mm-hmm. for them. And then I um, ask them if they want to receive Holy Communion. And I'll, I'll bring First Communion, uh, the Holy Communion to them. And I visit with them and give them Holy Communion and pray with them. And uh, normally I you know, make a quick mental note to see the condition of the house or the condition oh. of the, the homebound and to see if there's any needs that I can provide. You know, I could ask questions to see if the homebound needs somebody to take them to appointments for grocery hmm. shopping because we have tons of volunteers at Sacred Heart that can provide that. And I also, um, I also uh, just uh, want to make sure that we have a regular contact so I will schedule for the next appointment. And our priest actually visits them once a month. Okay. So it sounds like you guys do a lot when you stop in just to say hello to somebody, um, not only providing Holy Communion, but just getting a, a look at their overall conditions. That's um, 
really comforting to know that that's happening. Yes, and actually I get to uh, bring a lot of family members who are caretakers um, back to church. Some of them actually are away from the church. Oh. And then some of them, yeah, and then some of them, uh, they they want to know, like, you know, they, they didn't know. they We have actually um, a trained, a, a few of the trained Eucharist uh, ministers for the homebound. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times uh, they themselves did not call the parish, but their friends or their neighbors call me. So then I was just able to make the first, uh, you know, the first contact and then call them and then re-establish the relationship. And then they, a lot of times, just, you know, all God's providence, right? You never know what's going to happen during a home uh-huh. visit. Yeah. So can you share with us some stories on uh, the impact these home visits have made to those who are homebound? Oh, yeah. So one of the uh, elderly, she just passed away um, a month ago. So she um, has some kind of health issues, and she lives in a, her own apartment. And then she doesn't have a family in town, you know, 24-7. So she, um, somebody told me about it. She was a homebound before I started, and then she, I kind of took over, and then she uh, wanted to learn more prayers. So she was watching Mass every day, and she was praying the rosary every day. So I, I taught her uh, to pray the, the Chapel of Divine Mercy, and then mm-hmm. she was able to to learn it and then pray every day for her family members. And this is such a wonderful example of uh, of um, using the the time, you know, and then the desire that she has to to um, pray, intercede, and such a this beautiful example for all of us. Yeah, yeah. And how long do some of these folks go without seeing other people? Um. Sometimes it could be a few days. Sometimes it could be weeks. You know, hmm. so so we established um, like I put the I take a picture of them when I go visit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind mm-hmm. of blow their pictures really big on the table stand in our parish. So I have you know cards and then letters for them to the parishioners can feel free to write a card. So a lot of them never met the, our homebound, so they don't put oh, a face, wow. you know, to their names. Yeah, so they, they pass by every Sunday. The parishioners pass by the parish hall. They can feel free to write a card and sign a Christmas card, and TV card, Valentine's card, and then we, I mail to them or deliver it to them. So I, I put a uh, face and name together. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, so then the parishioners are very happy when I, well, when I um, remind them sometimes in our little bulletin corner, I say, oh, just feel free to give them a call, you know, drop a note or drop a hot dish. Well, some of them don't cook for themselves that much, you know. They just eat yeah. whatever they have. Because it's hard for, for them to cook for themselves as one person. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That is really a great idea. I think a lot of people around our listening area just went, holy buckets, that's a great idea. <laughs> so that we can remember <laughs> them. What a great idea. So how many homebound are in the area of Aberdeen? So we actually have about uh, 20 but under um, pandemic, uh, we mm. kind of like triple the, the, the sizes. And then we also um, have masses at the area nursing homes. And mm-hmm. then our um, volunteers of the Eucharist ministers also go there to give them communion once a week. And our priest celebrates mass there once a week. So there's a lot of um, Catholic residents in the nursing homes who are not always from Aberdeen area. But then we mm-hmm. also minister to them. Beautiful. So there's a big need for uh, these home visits. There's a lot of them oh, out yes. there. 
Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and then a lot of times um, the, the the caretakers, you know, they they want to be there. They want to to see um, the their um, mom or dad or grandma receive Holy Communion, and they love to chat with the priest, you know. And I, I feel like the caretakers need a break as well. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad to be able to get to meet them and then and then to get to know them. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to ever meet them. Yeah. Very cool. So for those uh, that are just tuning in, we're, list- we're talking with Kara Wang from um, the Dice, or not the Dices, from Aberdeen, and she is part of the Pastoral and Homebound Ministry in Aberdeen, South Dakota. We're just talking about how she got started in it um, and what she does when she visits the houses and how many uh, parishioners are homebound. And I, I just love the vision of you just being the hands and feet, literally, and going and visiting uh, these who are these parishioners who are at home, you are the hands and feet of Jesus walking into their home every time. Yeah, and it's actually tremendously rewarding uh, because I, I got to make friends with the homebound, and then, you know, a lot of times I got to um, be the person who they call uh, when, they, when they're dying. You know, their family will call me, and then um, I uh, get to, you know, have our priest go there and give them the last rites and the apostolic pardon, and then get to go there to their funerals, you know their rosaries wow. before the funeral. So it's it's um, it's unexpectedly a lot of things that evolved by itself from the ministry. And then a lot of the family members uh, at the funeral or at the luncheon will, will you know, have a deep conversation with our priests and, and with me, and then they, a lot of them have not, you know, frequented the, the sacraments, and they, they came back to the church because of that, because they see we how we take care of the, the, the least of our parishioners. Is mm-hmm. the way how we take care of our entire entire parishioners at large. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, and something that we can't forget. And I think it's something out of sight, out of mind for a lot of us. And so the fact that you have those pictures sitting up where people can see them is a wonderful reminder uh, that there are those that are out there that need help. Um, Kara, we have to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to um, pick your brain a little bit more about the homebound mission and ministry that you are a part of. And then some encouragement for those that are listening, uh, what it takes to uh, do this ministry and what it takes uh, for training to become a homebound minister. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break when we come back more with Kara Wang from the Pastoral and Homebound Ministry up in Aberdeen. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The, the very day that uh, I was appointed as bishop, uh, I came over to the studio and, and uh, had an interview with you. And, and so that was my first introduction to the Real Presence. It's been, it's been part of my life as a bishop from the very beginning. And I felt... You know, from that very, very first time that uh, we talked uh, on the air, I, I felt like I already was being introduced to the faithful of our diocese and to this whole area, which which is a great thing because, you know, one of the, the challenges for a new bishop, an old bishop, any bishop, is to um, have contact with his people and to be a part of their lives in some way. And Real Presence Radio from the first day has helped me to do that. I really feel like I have a way to to reach the lives of our Catholic faithful and others as well who just 
happen to be listening. And and that's a real blessing because in a diocese as large as ours, area-wise, it's, it's hard to get around to every place. And um, I traveled all the parishes as much as I can, and, and yet this is a way that I can reach people that otherwise perhaps I wouldn't be able to visit with. And they get a chance to hear what's on my mind, and, and uh, through different events that I've participated in on the air, I've heard some of their questions too, which has been a lot of fun. So it's, it really is a blessing to me. I, I feel very fortunate that this, this network is so alive and so vibrant in, in our diocese and really in this whole Northern Plains area. It's wonderful. Did you know you can listen to the RPR network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host this morning, broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining me this morning. We're having a great conversation with Kiara Wang. She is sharing with us uh, her pastoral and homebound ministry that she is a part of up in the Aberdeen area. And during break, uh, Kiara... Uh, we were chatting a little bit about, I, I loved the idea. So she shared with us an idea that she puts up the homebounds photos in the back of the parish. And then um, do you include their address and phone number, or what do you include with their pictures? Oh, I just have a picture of a really big, like like 8 by 11 on a uh-huh. big, huge stand. So then uh, I put their, um, just their name in an envelope, and it was a card. So... So we send them Christmas cards, Thanksgiving, Valentine's, Easter cards, and then and then birthday cards. So people get to you know see the homebound faces with their names. Yeah, well, and you and I were talking because you know sometimes you uh, hopefully you get to know the people around you at church, and all of a sudden you don't see certain faces, and and I assume oh they must be going to a different mass or whatever, and they could be homebound. And we were talking about how that's sometimes a surprise, and so these pictures are just a fantastic idea. I just can't get over how what a great idea this is. <laughs> yeah, and and one of the uh, parishioners, he had a surgery uh, two weeks ago, and then mm-hmm. he ended up uh, being moved to the nursing home. So mm-hmm. you know, so from so we don't know how long he's going to be in the nursing home. So things like that happen all the time. So, so then what, what do we do? We kind of lose contact with them. We thought, oh, maybe he's out of town because nobody answers the phone. But actually, he's just sitting there in the nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So if, somebody, if somebody's listening and they, and they know a loved one who is homebound or um, really wants to get somebody to visit, what encouragement would you give them to call? Because you said one gal didn't want to call and didn't want to get help. Um, why do you think that was for her? I think she uh, kept thinking that she would get better, 
you know. Mm. And then, um, so I encourage everybody that even for a surgery, you know, you it, it's very, very, very wise to actually um, ask for anointing, mm. so that you know you may be out of town, you may not know the um, the priest in that area. So I encourage you know all the parishioners, you know, when they have that kind of situation, they should always just request the anointing. And I I feel that um, a lot of times. The, the medical situations are overwhelming. So mm. the last thing, a lot of times actually the last things in the in our sick uh, homebound mind is, is to call a priest or to let the, the, the priest know, you know, their condition. Mm-hmm. But actually they probably should, you know, think of it as the first thing or the last thing mm-hmm. because the, the anointing, you know, as we know, the sacramental anointing has a tremendous effect on on the soul and also that will affect affect their their spirit and their body you know their their mentality so i feel like the sacrament anointing of the sick is is a very healing sacrament and most people are not you know you look at it that way they think that's awful people are very very sick but actually it doesn't have to be that that way well and i think too another thing that we as humans tend to think of is well i'm not that important the priest is busy i don't want to bother him what would you say to them about that? I would say the priest loves to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like in our parish, you know, we have we have the anointing of the sick after our first Saturday Mass, right? Uh-huh. So then those who are able to come to Mass, they will be able to get anointed, you know, after Mass. But then, you know, the priest knows, that our priests know very well that there's a lot of people that they never get to see and then they, they don't know where to start. That's yeah. why we have actually a homebound and, and pastoral newsletter. So we list all the names of those who are homebound. And at the very end, you know, our pastor, Father Andrew Dickinson, makes sure I add one line, which is all the homebound that's unknown to us. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Because they do. They want to see you. They want to get out there. That is what their goal in life is, is, you know, to help their parishioners. And you are one of them. That's why I feel like this this uh, uh, ministry is for me is uh, is a way to uh, to get people closer to Christ in this life and prepare them to to meet Christ face to face in the next. So mm-hmm. in, in my pastoral ministry, I give classes for those who don't speak English for their marriage prep for their. Um, I have tailored classes for the adults or for children who who were not baptized or never got to receive their first reconciliation or first confession or the first communion or confirmation. So mm-hmm. I tailor it for them, and and they they just thrive afterwards because mm-hmm. they are so hunger to to learn anything about Christ, and then they choose to come to the Catholic Church even though they they immigrate here. And then they don't speak the language, but they still, you know, they, they were courageous to stick to the original faith that they, they were brought out with. And mm-hmm. I really, really admire them for that. Beautiful. So we also have some listeners out there, Kara, that are maybe interested in participating in going and visiting those that are homebound. How would you suggest they get started in that? Oh, I would think that the best way is to, you know, make appointment with their pastor and um, go from there, and then I'm sure the pastor will uh, accommodate the the time and the energy that you, you are willing to, to put into this ministry, and then there's a lot of beautiful things can happen from that meeting. Mm-hmm. 
So what kind of things um, would, you know, a lo- another thought that goes through a lot of people's minds is I, I don't know what I would do with somebody if they sat me down in their house and I have to talk to them for half an hour. What do I say? What do I do? Um, how do they get, do they get trained? Um, do they get shown what to do? Can you explain a little bit about that process? Oh, yeah. So I train our um, Eucharist ministers. Actually, the, the four men will be extraordinary Eucharist ministers for the homebound. So they are only giving coming into your homebound, not at masses. And I train them so they know the process. And a lot of times, the people who, who approach me, they only want to visit. They don't want to give Holy Communion, which is absolutely fine, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I accommodate, you know, what people would like to do. And then some people, they say, I just want to uh, go take them to the appointment. I just want to mm. get to know them. I say, sure, yeah, I saw them. Uh, they just say, I want to, you know, grocery shopping for them. Or I just want to take them to shop, which is absolutely fine, too. And mm-hmm. then they, they don't have to feel like, you know, I have to sit there and talk for half an hour. Not at all. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it can be <laughs> a very short visit and then just give them communion and then give them plenty of time to do Thanksgiving and you could leave quietly, you know, after you give them communion. Um, so there's many, many different ways, you know, to, to visit. Yeah. So how has this affected your spiritual life, Kara? Well, um, I was, um, did not, I was just that I did not expect the, the involvement of this ministry to be kind of like almost like, you know, from birth to cradle in a way, from cradle to, to grave in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I realized that, you know, I need to start praying for our prisoners uh, who are homebound. I need to pray for their caretakers, their doctors and nurses. And so that really um, makes me um, feel like I, I, I extend my mission from my work all the way to my prayer life. And they are in my daily prayers and holy hours and rosary and, and divine mercy chaplets. And then I, they edify me by their desire to pray with me. So mm. that, you know, just making me a, a better Christian. And I feel like we are all in the communion with the body of Christ. And it's so beautiful to be able to, to see that they, they offer their suffering, you know, for our parish, for our peace. And we can be kind of like sustained, you know, by their prayers. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you have last words for those um, that are homebound, um, what words of encouragement would you give them uh, to reach out to their local parish? I will say um, trust God and um, know that he has a plan for you, even in your sickness, in your, in your loneliness, that you are not alone, that the angels and saints are there with you. And your, your pastor and your parishioners, they are there for you. And they want to help you in all the ways that they can. Beautiful. And what words of encouragement would you give to those that are contemplating being a homebound minister? I will say, you know, pray first and then keep a sense of humor and mm-hmm. um, go talk to your uh, pastor and um, go from there. Yeah, beautiful. Well, Kiara, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it has just been a joy to hear um, how the Pastoral Homebound Ministry is working in Aberdeen and some encouraging and ideas for us uh, listening to maybe join in, becoming part of the Homebound Ministry, or just um, 
being more cognizant of those that are homebound and remembering that they are part of our community. So just beautiful. Thank you, Kara. You're very welcome. Any final thoughts or reflections before I let you go? Uh, I would say, you know, keep the, the Matthew 25 in mind that, you know, Jesus said I was sick and you visited me. So knowing that when we when we visit the, the sick and the suffering, when we encounter their caretakers, their you know um, hard times, their uh, difficulties, their loneliness, and see that you know that it is Jesus that you are you're looking at, the Jesus that you minister to, the Jesus yeah. that you pray for. Yeah. Well, and you have a good point. It's not just those that are homebound and sick that you are going to visit. It's also their caretakers, which is a very difficult job. Um, to also do so that's beautiful all right any last thoughts we're going to let you go Kira. thank you so much for the work you do and um, may god bless the work of your hands well you too god bless you too heather all right good to talk with you Kira. enjoy that snow thank you <laughs> all right <laughs> So, folks, we were just talking with uh, Kiara Wang. She is with the Pastoral and Homebound Ministry up in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And we're going to take a quick break, and when we can come back. Paul Heiberger and Larry Tendiker is going to be joining us, and they're going to give us an update on Jericho's Walls. So stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 